The Makings of Thames, 150 Years a Town By Carolyn McKenzie, Volunteer Thames Museum Te Whare Taonga o Te Kauairanga Centuries ago, Māori settled Tikapa Moana, the Firth of Thames, revelling in the abundance of kaimoana, freshwater eels and bird life. Kauairanga, near the river mouth, was a significant settlement. Upriver in Parawai, the street name Herewaka means safe anchorage. Pa and Kainga shaped the coastline from Tararu to Kōpū and up the Waiho River to Pa like Oruarangi and the rich soil it cultivated. James Cook explored the Firth and the Waiho River November 1769, noticing the extensive settlement and revisiting the riverbank Pa. Remembering the River Thames in England, Cook gave our river the city name. In 1947, the name changed to Waiho, and only the Firth keeping the Thames name. Following Cook's visit, British vessels arrived to harvest trees. In the 1830s, the missionaries moved north from Puriri to Parawai. A simple trading post operated near Kauairanga Riverbank, corner of today's Queen Street and Grey Street. However, when the gold fields opened in 1867, there was no real settlement. When they arrived from Auckland, there was no busy little town to welcome the gold seekers, not even a wharf for them to disembark without getting wet feet. To identify the goldfields' general location, the area was called the Thames, using the name James Cook gave the river. The goldfield warden, James Mackay, quickly built Shortland Town, named in honour of Colonial Secretary Willoughby Shortland. Messrs Sheenan and Dodds, the trading post owners, gained a liquor licence, their shop becoming the Duke of Edinburgh Hotel. Nearby, Captain John Butt built the Shortland Street Hotel. In Grey Street, the Goldfields' first post office and government buildings included a courthouse and jail. The Karaka Stream was Shortland's northern boundary and the northern boundary of the Goldfield as agreed by Iwi and James Mackay. Beyond this, Robert Graham leased the land from the Māori owners and built another township, Grahamstown. Centred around Albert and Brown Street, Curtis Wharf reached out into the Firth and hotels like The Wharf, Theatre Royal, Pacifican Music Academy and Lady Bowen provided accommodation, fine dining and world-class entertainment. There was even a temperance hotel which didn't serve alcohol. The BNZ and Scrip Corner, stock exchange of mining shares, were in Brown Street. On the corner of Pollen and Paho Street, a few metres from the Karaka Stream, the Junction Hotel proclaimed the boundary of the two main towns. The grandeur of these buildings is testimony to what a fine town Thames was in its heyday. Soon, the goldfields' boundaries were extended north. Other settlements grew up in the district. Tookies flat north of Grahamstown, an Irish town on the hill above Shortland. Other mainly residential areas flourished. Karaka, Karaka, Waiotahi, Parawai, Block 27, Moanatayari, Kuranui and Tararu. In the district's prime, the population swelled to 18,000 and there were 120 to 140 pubs. Paddle steamers kept people and goods flowing to and from Auckland and beyond. By 1871, debates began about creating a municipality or borough. The main issue was whether this would be a conjunction of just the business centre of Shortland Street and Grahamstown, or would the new entity also embrace the smaller residential settlements. 
Residents around the district feared that the borough would bring increased taxes and rates for very little benefit. Heated discussions took place. The Thames Guardian and Mining Record article on the 20th of March 1872 states, The probabilities are that some delay will take place before the Thames becomes a corporate borough, but that it will ultimately be united under one powerhead. There can scarcely be a doubt. Paperspast.natlib.govt.nz How true this prediction was! The idea gained momentum and the borough of Thames was gazetted on the 5th of November 1873. Mr William Davies was elected the borough's first mayor. A coat of arms was devised in blue and gold with symbolism depicting the town's history and the motto, Spero, meaning I hope. In 1973, the borough's centenary celebrations included a parade and a refresh of the coat of arms. During 1973-76, photographers John Fields and Les Downey independently captured iconic images of the town and its people. Now the Thames Museum Te Whare Taonga o Te Kauaranga is marking the 150th anniversary of the borough's creation by exhibiting a selection of Fields and Downey's photos along with other memorabilia of the borough's history. Some people portrayed at work and play in those images of 50 years ago are instantly recognisable. Others remain unidentified. Come along to the museum's exhibition from the 8th of July and help us put more names to those faces.